We're so glad you've joined us today for Sharing the Victory, the weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Coming up in the next 30 minutes, we'll hear from two of the best offensive linemen to ever play in the NFL. They're also men of great faith in Christ. First up will be Anthony Munoz, who had a Hall of Fame career with the Cincinnati Bengals. For me, it was continuing to play 13 years in the NFL and to, to give me a tremendous platform to continue to share my faith in him and what he can do in your life. Then later, we'll hear from another Hall of Famer, Bruce Matthews. This whole Hall of Fame process and the last six months, a year, has focused me even more so on how much that God loves me. Plus, we'll learn how to coach God's way with FCA's Rod Olson. Coaching biblically, and uh, which basically means you're coaching according to the Word of God, by the power of God, and for the glory of God. Now, ready to get today's program underway, is the host of Sharing the Victory, speaker, columnist, and assistant football coach at the University of Nebraska, Ron Brown. There's no question the name I'm about to mention is familiar for you sports fans. Anthony Munoz, a great NFL football player, offensive lineman with the Cincinnati Bengals. Anthony, welcome to the show today. Coach, thanks. It's uh, good being with you. I'm telling you, Anthony, uh, what a career. An 11-time All-Pro selection in the National Football League, a Hall of Famer. Anthony, uh, you, we know you as a broadcaster as well. And a, well, Anthony, I had the distinct pleasure of listening to you speak live and in person at the Holiday Bowl FCA Breakfast uh, in San Diego, California a year ago. And I was intrigued with your story. Not only was the gospel very clear that day that you presented, but uh, you had to overcome numerous injuries while you were an offensive lineman at uh, USC. Why don't you tell our listeners just all of the ups and downs that you had to go through in college? Because I don't think anybody would have predicted as you were going through that at the time that you would have had such an illustrious career. Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because so many times, especially after a uh, you know, a pro career like I had, people have a tendency to just focus on, you know, the 13 years with the Bengals and, like you said, the 11-time pro bowler and this and that. And, and people have a tendency to forget the journey, uh, you know, you, you take and where you've come from. Of course, you know, I grew up in Southern California, a big USC fan, and always wanted to go there and uh, had an opportunity to go there. So all of a sudden, you know, coming out of high school as a high school All-American, I go there and mm-hmm. you, you get there and all of a sudden things don't go the way that, uh, you know, I thought things might go. Uh, you know, in the four years at USC, I played one healthy season. That was my sophomore year. Uh, I'd gotten married during spring practice. I was playing baseball, so things were going great. And I, I didn't think life could get much better, but it did. My sophomore year, after several individuals sitting with me and sharing their faith with me, was the year that I can look back to and say that was the year I received Jesus as Lord and Savior. So going through all this stuff, yeah, it was tough. It was difficult. I didn't know what was going on, but... I had reassurance that things were going to work out, even if it wasn't on the football field. So when I got hurt my senior year, people thought I was pretty much crazy. And, uh, you know, after this third knee operation, I was bound and determined to play in a Rose Bowl, which we hadn't even won the Pac-10, but I had faith that we'd win the Pac-10. And, guys, like I said, guys thought I was nuts. And uh, sure enough, um, I got the leg back ready, and we won the Pac-10, and I convinced the head coach, uh, with help from the doctor to let me practice. And after missing the entire season, I, I bypassed a redshirt year to play in that final Rose Bowl. It was the third Rose Bowl in four years, and I wasn't going to miss it. And I ended up, and that was the only game I played my senior year. So, wow. I mean, four years like a roller coaster, Ron. I mean, it was up and down, starting. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about it is I had, first of all, first and foremost, trusted Christ as Lord and Savior. I mean, to me, that was 
really what got me through those four years of well, you know, You know what I love, Anthony, about all of that is the resiliency of the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, the resurrected Christ enters into one who has died to themselves and received Christ as saving Lord as you do, and we get the power of Christ to overcome even those kinds of things that would hold us back. The NFL obviously understood that resiliency because they picked you as the third pick in the entire draft, and you went on to have a Hall of Fame career. I love the fact, Anthony, that with God, nothing is impossible. And you remind us of that. And we just want to thank you so much for just allowing the Lord Jesus Christ to lift you through the ups and downs of life and be a a waving banner for him regarding uh, not only sports, but more importantly, life. It's it's inspirational for many people who are listening right now, I'm sure. Well, I appreciate that. And I guess the the one message I would, would have to people that are listening, there's so many times where we we think that we're down and out. We think that there's no hope uh, because things aren't going right in our career, in our lives. But if we look to Jesus and say, okay, you know, we might be struggling right now, but we know who has control over our whole situation. And if we just give it to him, all things are possible, you know, through Christ who strengthens us. Well, praise the Lord, Anthony. And, you know, we just want to thank you for being on our show today. And Well, my guest today has been Anthony Munoz, Hall of Fame offensive lineman, formerly with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, one of the great offensive linemen ever to play the game. Anthony has been a great inspiration for us, a lover of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for being on the show, Anthony. Thank you very much for having me. All this month, we're going to make a free gift available to you. The Heart of an Athlete devotional. This book will help you or the athlete in your life become a true competitor for Jesus. Issues addressed in this devotional book include identity, fear, trust, and recognition. All you got to do is email us at stvradio at fca.org. Please include your address and just let us know you want the devotional Heart of an Athlete. Again, that email is stvradio at fca.org. Still ahead, we'll have my conversation with FCA's Rod Olson about coaching God's way. And we'll tell you about one FCA huddle group that is using small wooden crosses to share the gospel. You're listening to FCA's Sharing the Victory. In Sharing the Victory magazine's first issue of the new year, Toronto Raptor guard Anthony Parker describes what it means to get focused on Christ. Plus more basketball talk with the head coach of Washington State, Tony Bennett. And as always, a challenging and insightful column by Ron Brown. Order your subscription to Sharing the Victory magazine by calling 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031 or go to sharingthevictory.com. There is a common place for student-athletes and coaches to go to strengthen their faith in Christ. At my FCA huddle. There's a place to be encouraged to face the trials and temptations of life. At my FCA huddle. There is a place to receive confidence to share the light of Christ. At my FCA huddle. FCA huddles meet on junior high, high school, and college campuses all across America. To find one near you or to learn how to start one up, call toll-free 866-STV-5031 or go to fca.org. It's an honor to have as our guest on FCA Across America, Rod Olson, a name that's become very familiar in the FCA circle. He's the director for the Colorado Coaches Ministry, and he's doing all the national training for the coaches ministry around the nation. Rod, welcome to Sharing the Victory. 
Hey, Ron, it's a pleasure and an honor to be on here. Well, Rod, you know, God got a hold of you. Now, I've, I've heard your story, and you were a coach at one time. Why don't you tell us briefly how God wove you from the coaching world into this ministry that you're doing right now with coaches? You, you know, my story is very simplistic in, in, in that I spent about, oh, 17 years as a college coach. And, you know, as I got up, and the, the higher I got in the, in the world's eyes, uh, the better it looked. But uh, at the same time, I became a win-at-all-cost guy. And uh, God brought a guy to my office uh, named Scotty. And when I was a head coach at a smaller university in Chicago after I'd been in Division One for a while, and brought him in as a consultant. But uh, he convicted me, to make a long story short, that, uh, you know what, why was I coaching? And if I am a Christian, Hmm. I need to understand that I'm uh, I'm going to be held accountable for how I treat my players and for and for basically how I coach and lead and uh, and I said well you know what the whole Christianity thing's nice but uh, I believe they're weak and they don't finish and their standard of excellence is poor and he said well obviously you don't know the same Jesus I do and hmm. he completely painted another picture of Jesus as a warrior that I had never seen and someone who would be intense as a coach and demand excellence but at the same time motivate out of love and not fear mm-hmm. and so. He said, uh, hey, Rod, there's a whole other way to do this. Would you want to learn? And I said, absolutely. And, uh, and at that point, I, I didn't rededicate or recommit. I got on my knees and repented for how I'd been coaching. And uh, he showed me a whole other way. And at that time, we called that coaching biblically, and, uh, which basically means you're coaching according to the Word of God by the power of God and for the glory of God. So now I'm spending the, my time doing what that guy did for me. I'm, I'm doing for hopefully a lot of other people, and that is just showing them there's another way to coach and uh, that there's God's way, and, and, and you can win God's way, but more importantly, you can develop great kingdom builders mm-hmm. uh, through coaching as a coach through your players and other assistant coaches. Rod, coaching biblically sounds great, but what are the nuts and bolts of that? How does that flesh out on the field, on the court, on the track? I mean, what does a coach do differently out there than the non-Christian coach? Yeah, I think number one is um, – you need to see everything through Jesus' eyes now, as opposed to the world's eyes. And, and, you know, the culture, Ron, as you well know, is taking young coaches and turning them into win-at-all-cost guys that really see their players as a means to an end. So what a Christian coach, number one, is going to do is he's going to see every person, whether they're a believer or not, as a child of God. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to see that as an opportunity to share their faith by how they act and how they model their faith, uh, meaning that they're going to basically obey what I believe are, are, are the nuts and bolts of Christianity, and that other than the Ten Commandments, they're going to honor the Great Commandment, which is, you know, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and strength, and, and love others. And, and through that process, they're not going to berate kids or defame them um, just so they can win a game. And they're going to be integrity-filled leaders. They're going to model how Jesus would coach. Basically, what we, we get it down to, Ron, is they're a double-win coach. They want to win, but more importantly, they want to win, mm-hmm. uh, have the kids win in eternal life. And that's basically what it's all about. Well, how does that happen, Rod? What, what do you guys do in a nutshell that brings about that kind of training? Yeah, I think, number one, um, you've got to get to the heart of that coach, and uh, you've got to figure out and get them to take a self-inventory. Once again, no one, no one is drawn to the Father unless the Father draws them. And uh, what we do, though, is we build relationships, and we call it relationship evangelism. We're going to just build a relationship with those coaches, and then we're going to train them uh, when they're open to it to a whole other way of coaching. And that means a lifestyle. They're going to change the way they coach. Um, they're still going to be intense and demand excellence, but you know what? They're not going to sacrifice their family or their marriage to do it. Well, Rod, thank you for being an inspiration to coaches all over America, and may God continually grant favor to you and what you guys are doing there in Colorado, and may the nation be inspired by coaching biblically through the coaching ministry. Thanks for joining us today, Rod. You got it. This is Rod Olson, the Coaches Ministry Director for the State of Colorado and also the National Trainer for the FCA Coaches Ministry, today with us on FCA Across America.
There are literally thousands of FCA huddle groups meeting on school and college campuses across America. Every so often, we want to highlight a huddle that is serving the community in a very unique way. We'll call this segment Profiles in Service. With more, here's Sharing the Victories, Bill Bumpus. For the past four years, the FCA huddle at Sullivan South High School in Kingsport, Tennessee, has been sharing Christ by distributing wooden cross necklaces. You wear the crosses there on a cord around your neck, and a lot of people will come up to you and tell you that they like your cross. And so when they do that, you're supposed to give that cross to them and just witness to them about Jesus Christ then, and then just give them their cross, because you can always get a new one. And so you just give it to them, and then if someone asks them for theirs, they give it away, and it just keeps going. Marta Greasy is a senior and the FCA huddle president at Sullivan South. Some people might not be quite outgoing enough to just talk to someone and just outright witness to them, but if you wear the cross and then someone approaches you, then it makes you more comfortable and you know that you're supposed to give it away to them, and you know that they'll be open to receiving the cross. And so it makes it easier. Adam Griffith, a junior, says shop teacher and FCA volunteer Craig Haney has been such an influence through his willingness to produce tens of thousands of wooden cross necklaces. Yeah, he's very involved with the FCA and even the youth groups around here. He's kind of just like the fatherly figure. He really relates well to the kids and uh, he really has a good message to spread. Adam Griffith has seen firsthand the impact of the necklaces. Recently he was pulled aside by a woman at the grocery store. She was admiring my cross and she asked me where I got it. So I started to tell her the story about how we had started this cross ministry three and a half years ago. She was really amazed by how much we had done and how many crosses we had given away. She goes to a small local church and she asked if we could send crosses over there. I mean something like that just seeing your effect on people and the smile on her face was just priceless. She had a few sons and she was so happy that they would get crosses and that everyone in her church would get crosses and they could be part of this huge ministry. This ministry at Sullivan South's FCA Huddle in Kingsport, Tennessee has gone worldwide with the crosses landing as far away as Australia and Africa. For Sharing the Victory, I'm Bill Bumpus. Great job, Bill. Thanks. There's much more on this story in the current issue of Sharing the Victory magazine. To find out how you can subscribe to the magazine, go to sharingthevictory.com. While you're there, you can submit a story idea for this segment or nominate an outstanding coach or athlete for one of our other features. Coming up next, NFL Hall of Famer Bruce Matthews tells us what fulfills him the most. Without a doubt, it's the hope that I have in Jesus Christ. Keep it right here on FCA's national radio show, Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at sharingthevictory.com. At sharingthevictory.com, you can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. You'll hear lots of sounds at FCA camps. FCA camps, where young athletes reach their full potential learning from college and pro coaches and athletes. But here, young people also reach their full spiritual potential, learning firsthand from coaches and athletes about their relationship with Jesus Christ. So you'll hear lots of things at FCA camps, but the most amazing thing you'll hear is... To learn more, call 1-866-STV-5031 or visit us at fca.org.
Now back to sharing the victory with your host, University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Ron Brown. Our guest today, Bruce Matthews, just elected to the National Football League's Hall of Fame, one of the greatest offensive linemen ever to play the game. Bruce, welcome to our show. Thanks, Ron. It's a real honor and pleasure. Well, Bruce, uh, you know, it's an honor and pleasure for us. You come from a football family. Your dad, Clay Matthews Sr., was an NFL player, and uh, you had a brother that played 19 years in the National Football League, Clay, and then, of course, yourself. And as I mentioned, just selected to the NFL Hall of Fame uh, after 14 Pro Bowls in a row, which ties an NFL record, by the way, along with uh, the great Merlin Olsen, former great defensive lineman with the uh, Los Angeles Rams. I want to tell you something. Anyone who can go through 19 years, 19 straight seasons without missing a game, and still play at that high caliber that you were playing at, 14 Pro Bowls, uh, that is, that's being blessed. But I want to know the source. I want to know what you hang your hat on every day. I really want to know what is fulfilling you today. Absolutely. Um, without a doubt, it's the hope that I have in Jesus Christ. I accepted the Lord my rookie year. And, and it really was, went to USC, got drafted, married my college sweetheart, Carrie. I uh, was a first-round pick for the Oilers. And Really, the fulfillment that I thought I would get from being in the NFL and, and getting to what I had hoped for wasn't there. And there was a, a fellow player, Mike Stinsrud, a big nose guard from Iowa State, who really just set an example. He he was one of the wildest guys you would meet, but uh, he had a love for the Lord that I had never seen in a Christian before. Mm-hmm. And he played harder and was kind of a nasty guy on the field, but he loved the Lord, and that made a huge impact on me. And I think over the course of my career, as I got older, I, I mean, I was 40 in my last season, I just saw God working through the circumstances that as guys were injured and guys fell on my legs and I'd get up and walk away and my teammates would end up having surgery, that there were so many things that I was just blessed with. And then in my family as well, circumstances, bringing um, a lot of our team chaplains in my life over the years, especially when the team relocated to Nashville back Mm -hmm. in 1997, which was a really difficult thing for me. But it turned out, I mean, my my faith grew hugely then. Um, Just realized there are a lot of great things in this life. And playing in the NFL was without a doubt a thrill and making the Hall of Fame. But it really is just a little short-term high, and I think the only thing that I can hang my hat on that will bring me true hope is Jesus Christ and and knowing that someday that we're going to be in the presence of God forever and ever, where there's no moon or sun, where his light lights it, you know, for eternity, which is very exciting to me, even now as I say it. And I think even more so as... um, just understanding the separation that I had from God. You know, I always thought I was a good guy, that I lived a pretty good life. You know, sure, I'd get into heaven, but when I really realized what the Book of Romans was talking about, my separation from God, Mm -hmm. and that I I was deserving of hell, Hmm. and that God loved me so much that uh, Christ died for me, it's just 
such an awesome thing. Well, we're talking to Bruce Matthews, a, a recent inductee of the Hall of Fame from the National Football League after an incredible career as an offensive lineman in the National Football League. You know, Bruce, you said something that really struck me. You were talking about Mike Stenzer, the guy that really had a great impact on you becoming a Christian and just how tough he was. And I have to be honest with you, Bruce, I am sick and tired of Christian kids who are playing sports, who are being beaten around and and wallowing around and thinking that, well, the Christian life is just being a nice guy and letting your head get whooped up on the field. And as I've read through the the scriptures and the life of Jesus Christ, you know, I I go back to uh, Matthew 11, verse 12, where it says, the kingdom of, of God will be taken with force. You know, Bruce, I want to tell you something. I'll bet you if you did a study on some of the greatest players that have ever played in the National Football League who are born-again Christians, you would see that they were among the toughest, uh, most intense, most relentless players that ever played the game. And, and, and there is, when you're really living out Jesus Christ, there is a total release. There is a working heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men that really steps up. I agree because, you know, the world says, all right, get to this point and then you'll have contentment, happiness, whatever it is you hope to gain out of, uh, by accomplishing. But following Jesus says, look, it isn't about getting to that point. It's about trying to reach God's standard, which, you know, we're we're never going to miss or reach on this side of the, the grave. But, man, in your relationships, as a player, as a student, it's like full speed, the best you got. You know, it isn't, Full speed if if you're in contention for a playoff spot, or full speed if uh, you're winning the game. Mm-hmm. It's regardless of the circumstances. That's right. That that's what I appreciate about it, players who played like that. Mm. Well, Bruce, that's refreshing, and and I think we need more youngsters. We need more parents who are Christians coaches that understand that it is about an all-out total release for the Lord Jesus Christ. That has been very evident in your career, and we want to thank you for reflecting some of the insights that, that helped you to become the kind of man God wanted you to be on and off that football field. Well, thank you. It's never been more clear in my life than, as I said, over these last few months, because uh, I've had the opportunity and a lot of nice things said about me, but all I can do is point and say, don't look what I did, but look at what God has done through me. Bruce, thanks for being with us. We've been talking to Bruce Matthews, the outstanding Hall of Fame inductee, great offensive lineman for years in the National Football League. He's been our featured guest here on Where Are They Now? Bruce, thanks for being with us. God bless you. Thank you, Ron. Next up, former NFL coach and current FCA president Les Steckel will give us some challenging words when sharing the victory returns. The work of FCA can be summed up in four words, coaches, campus, camp, and community. The four C's are vital in fulfilling FCA's vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. There's FCA staff in your area ready to partner with you in seeing this vision through. To find out how you can get involved with FCA in your community, go to fca.org. That's fca.org or call 1-866-STV-5031. We have an outstanding lineup for you next weekend on Sharing the Victory. Host Ron Brown will visit with Kansas State women's basketball coach Deb Patterson. Ron will also talk with former Minnesota Vikings linebacker Jeff Seaman. And we'll hear from Orlando Magic Vice President Pat Williams. 
it's not that big of a reach. By faith, to come face to face with the awesome reality that God loves you and me. Make a point to join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory. Thanks for listening. Ron Brown back with Now it's time for Coach's Corner with FCA President Les Stuck. Educators say that a consistent daily practice of doing a particular activity for a minimum of 21 straight days will make that activity a regular habit. That means if you faithfully have done something beneficial every day in January, you have only two more days to make this activity a helpful daily habit. If that has been exercised, then good for you. Keep it up. You can add years to your life with regular exercise. And if you have been following my personal challenge to you to read the Bible each day, a chapter from the book of Proverbs, congratulations. You're only two days from making this a habit that will bless you and guide you all the days of your life as you continue in God's Word. A daily dosage, if you will, of Proverbs will not only lengthen your life and bless it, but give you a purpose and instruction in all areas of life that only having a loving and all-knowing God can guarantee is authentic. Perhaps you say that you've really wanted to be reading Proverbs every day this month, but you may have skipped a day or two already. That's understandable. And maybe next month your schedule will allow you to be more consistent with your Bible reading. The important thing is that you don't give up because you might have missed a day or more. Begin again and stay with it. The benefits and blessings are enormous and rewarding. Proverbs 16, which we read this past week in verse 3, gives us good instruction on what we should do when we think our commitment level for any activity might be declining. Verse 3 states, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. God's counsel given to King Solomon writing this verse should be followed in every facet of our lives. If we want to regularly exercise more or diet or consistently read the Bible or obtain that big sales contract or compete in our favorite sport more successfully, we should remember to commit to the Lord whatever we do and our plans will succeed. God bless you and may you commit to the Lord every area of your life in 2008. Once again, it's been a great time. I can't wait for next week. We'll have Deb Patterson, the Kansas State women's basketball coach who's deeply devoted to Christ. Pat Williams will be with us as well, the vice president of the Orlando Magic. And our Where Are They Now feature will be Jeff Seaman, the former great Minnesota Vikings linebacker. Remember, there's two ways of doing sports, God's way or man's way. Which one will you choose? We'll see you next week. God bless you. We thank you for listening today, and don't forget to check out our website, sharingthevictory.com. Click on radio, and you can learn more about Ron Brown and FCA President Les Steckel. You can also listen to the program and subscribe to the podcast. And there's a place to email any questions or comments you may have. We would also welcome your nomination of a coach or an athlete in your area for one of our features. You can also contact us by phone Monday through Friday at 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031. Don't forget our free gift offer in the month of January. We want to send you a free copy of The Heart of an Athlete devotional book. All you have to do is send us an email, stvradio at fca.org. Tell us you want the book and include your mailing address. Again, the email is stvradio at fca.org. 
Be sure to join us next weekend at the same time for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.